In Mark chapter 13, beginning with verse 28, we read, From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Jesus says this in the midst of a conversation he was having with four of his closest disciples, a private conversation. When they were asking him some follow-up questions after he had described the Jerusalem temple being completely overthrown. They had specifically wanted to know from Jesus when those things, that destruction of the temple in Jerusalem would be, and what would be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished. So Jesus proceeds to talk to them about that, and he describes exactly how history was about to unfold over the next 30, 40 years, describing conflict and natural disaster and persecution, very much like what we see recorded within the book of Acts, describing abominations of desolation and tribulation that would befall the Jewish people and Jerusalem specifically through the great Roman-Jewish war that took place between AD 66 through AD 70 that history preserves for us, especially the Jewish historian Josephus. And while Jesus then describes that after that tribulation, there would be this coming of the Son of Man, Jesus advises them to practice something they already know. They can tell when summer's near based on what the plants do. So Jesus urges his followers to keep an eye for these things to happen, to let them give assurance that history's unfolding exactly as he said so that they could be ready. And that is a critical point for us here. Because sometimes there are things in this passage that are difficult for us to understand. When Jesus says this generation will not pass away, well, what exactly does he mean by that? Does he mean Peter and James and John and Andrew that are right there with him, that they'll still be alive when all of this happens? Then what was that coming of the Son of Man about? Because Jesus hasn't come in the clouds yet. Or did he mean generation in a broader sense, that all of us who are his followers, this Christian age we find ourselves in, well, if that's the case, then how exactly does that coming of the Son of Man fit with the immediately of the destruction of Jerusalem? There's problems either ways with how exactly we make sense of it. And certainly one thing that can be helpful to consider is whenever the Bible gives us prophecy, which is what Jesus is doing here, he is prophesying. He is speaking from God things that are going to unfold in the future that no human being could ever know otherwise. He is describing things the way that we might look out at a mountain in the distance. If we saw some mountains in the distance, to our view, they may look like they're right on top of each other. But as we start to get closer, we may find that there's actually vast valleys in between. 
So the fact that Jesus describes this coming of the Son of Man and this tribulation in such a way doesn't mean that Jesus' promises failed, that he was wrong just because Jerusalem was destroyed, but Jesus didn't immediately return. Some people want to say it that way. Some people even use that to cast doubt on who Jesus is, to cast doubt on Scripture. Yet even if that is what he meant, if he's describing the destruction of Jerusalem and his own second coming, just because we find ourselves in a valley between those two mountains doesn't mean that Jesus was wrong. But given the ambiguity and the possible diversity of interpretations with this passage, the important thing for us to remember is that last thing that we read, that Jesus' words will come to pass. As we live this life seeking to be a follower of Jesus, especially when we're seeking to follow Jesus through dark and difficult times, we might find ourselves sometimes doubting. Why would God allow something like this to happen? Why doesn't Jesus just come back now and put an end to these abuses and injustices and evil that is plaguing our world? But as we hear what Jesus privately said to his apostles on the Mount of Olives, what those apostles then communicated to the disciples they made, which God's Spirit inspired Mark to preserve as he wrote down this good news about Jesus for us to continue to learn from today. Remember, heaven and earth will pass away, but Jesus' words will not pass away. If Jesus said it, it will happen. It's not a question of if. It's a question of when. A question of how long. But rest assured, if you've seen who Jesus is, if you've borne witness to what he's done, if you believe what he said, then know he will come. He will put it right. Evil and injustice will be brought to an end. Everyone who belongs to him will be gathered together. You can be sure of that. Jesus said it. So it's true. It will happen. Our challenge is to trust him. To continue to follow him even when it's not easy. To believe that his words will come to pass. And to work with him each and every day to help that be so by leading as many people as possible 